Chapter 4. Compassion in Your Eyes So, let me get this straight, Katara says slowly. General Zhao was trying to bind Aang's soul to his so he could harness the Avatar's power. Yep, Aang nods in affirmation. And my brother, the idiot. I think hero is the more accurate term here. The heroic, but still idiotic, idiot, Katara repeats over Sokka's interjection, interrupted a potentially dangerous ritual to pull Aang back. It was that or let Zhao get his way with Aang! At the same time as Zuko tried to pull Zhao back, Katara carries on, ignoring him. Yep, Aang nods again. So now the situation is Sokka and Zuko are soul-bonded instead? Trust me, it's as unpleasant as it sounds, Sokka grumbles. Katara stares at both Sokka and Aang like they've both grown an extra head while she was fending off invaders at the northern wall. Not that I don't believe you, the waterbender says diplomatically, but how can you be sure? You mean, other than the fact that I can read Prince Jerkbender's thoughts as clear as an orca wolf's cry on a full moon? Sokka asks gloomily, jerking his head towards where Zuko's lying unconscious in the snow. Katara raises an eyebrow. Sounds like more than fitting torture for him. Hey, what's that supposed to mean? Sokka protests. The fire prince had finally passed out after Katara exploded the wall behind him and restrained his moves using super cool water whips, and even then he had tried to struggle and fight back. Honestly, does he know when it's a lost cause? If Sokka wasn't simultaneously freaked out and annoyed, he would have been begrudgingly impressed at how long Zuko had managed to stay awake. So... What are we going to do with him? Katara asks, brows furrowed, right as Yue comes upon them, her father at her back. You must leave, Yue tells them all urgently. Our forces have the enemy ships under control, but we do not know how long that will last. But Yue, we can't just leave your people to fight. I strongly suspect they will not cease the siege upon our walls for as long as they know that Avatar is here, Chief Arnook tells them. This is where we must part ways. I wish you and your companions well, Avatar Aang. The next words echo with gravity. May we win the long war. Sokka stills, goosebumps forming upon his skin at the ancient war cry apparently common to both water tribes. Aang bows towards the chief and his daughter solemnly. May we win the long war, he repeats back, looking at that moment like all his 112 years. Sokka, Yue says. Sokka turns towards her feeling something growing heavy in his chest. He's memorizing her beautiful blue eyes, the lovely upward tilt of her lips. This is it, then. Sokka's never considered himself particularly emotional. But the thing about being at war is, no one ever knows when a parting would be the last one. I don't suppose you're coming with us? Sokka asks jokingly. He senses the gap that's opening between them, the chasm wide and deep enough that even Appa can't fly them over. Yue shakes her head, her beautiful white teresses following the motion. My place is here with my tribe, and there is much to do. I can no more leave them than you can forego your own quest to help Aang. Well, Sokka tries. Chief Yue does have a nice ring to it. It comes out flatter than he means to. I'm sorry, Sokka. Her voice is gentle. My place is here with my family and my tribe. Just as Sokka's duty lay with his own. For one moment, Sokka allows himself to regret. He sees his future and Yue's together, 
one with laughing ocean-eyed children in little igloos, intricate betrothal necklace around a delicate neck, hunting trips and secret smiles beneath the northern lights. It's a future and a vision Sokka can see so clearly, but it's a future that's not for him and Yue to know. Not right now, and perhaps not ever. Sokka wipes it away with fingers of ash. Goodbye, Yue, he whispers. Yue nods at him, her lips wobbling a little, but her gaze is clear. They already have a distant look to them, like Yue is looking past him to the future where their duties lie. Let's go, Sokka urges, turning away. There's some scuffling from behind him, and he turns to see Aang dragging Zuko's form onto Appa, who is shifting restlessly. Aang! What are you doing? Aang's brow furrows. We can't just leave him here in the snow, the kid says. He's badly injured and he can't bend. He'll die. Aang's gray eyes look up at Sokka determinedly, and Sokka sees the unspoken there. Injured and unconscious or not, Zuko's also the prince of the enemy nation raining fire and destruction upon them, and Sokka imagines the Northern Water Tribe wouldn't be particularly charitable in their treatment of him. War necessitates certain unsavory acts, after all. Still, Sokka slaps his forehead. We can't take him with us! He's the enemy! He looks to Katara for help. Katara looks like she wants to agree with him, but ultimately she shakes her head. The first healer code is to do no harm, she says slowly. I'm a warrior, but I'm a healer too. I won't turn my back on injured people who need me, even if they're Zuko. Now, Sokka's not cruel by principle, but he's always been the pragmatic plan guy, and it makes strategic sense to leave Zuko in a place where he would likely be imprisoned and unable to bother them ever again with his loud declarations of honor and capturing the Avatar and restoring his honor. Sokka tries a different tactic. He wants to capture Aang and take him back to his evil Fire Lord father, remember? He exclaims, appealing to Katara's protectiveness of Aang. We might as well be handing Aang over in a gift box! Something in Katara's eyes hardens, and she looks like she's on the cusp of changing her mind. But Aang interjects, Zuko saved me from Zhao at Pohai's stronghold. For his own motives, Sokka emphasizes at the same time as Katara's, what? And if it weren't for him, I'd never have been able to get the medicine from the frogs to save you guys when you were sick, Aang finishes. The monks taught me that all human life is sacred. Please, can we at least get him out of here and heal him? His gray eyes wide and pleading towards Katara, the little sneak. Katara takes a moment longer, then exhales. Fine. I'll heal him just enough so we know he won't die. Then we leave him the moment we find land. Sokka takes a moment to curse all the spirits, and Twi and La in particular, that he's been stuck with two of the world's biggest bleeding hearts as a sister and an adopted little brother, and then shakes it off, just like everything else he's been shaking off since Aang landed in his world. Just for the record, I'm strongly, strongly against this, Sokka mutters. But he remembers the fury in Zuko's startlingly golden eyes as he told Sokka to shut up, even while on his knees and unable to move, and that curious near desperation in his mental voice when Sokka had heard him think something about going home, and he gives in. Come on, he mutters at the group of so compassionate it's going to kill them sort of family and one mortal enemy. Let's go.